and welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee. And I'm your host, Brett Dice. If you could please subscribe to Digital Coffee on your favorite podcasting apps or sites. Leave a five-star review if you like this podcast. And if you don't, let me know how I can do better. But this week I'm going to be talking about Activision, specifically Call of Duty, Battlefield 2042, maybe coming to Cloud, Xbox Cloud. Also, Arcane Studios, Cancelled Game, Halo Infinite's interesting new, I guess, feature, content feature that is a blast from the past. The Curse of Monkey Island, and then my main topic is going to be, is 5v5 better than 6v6? be interesting so let's get on with the show and get those digital cups ready so let's get brewing as well Mm, that's good all right first up we have is call of duty or activision i should say says that call of duty vanguard well it didn't perform very well probably do because it's world war ii and yes we are very tired world war ii was like the thing to make in the early 2000s every developer made world war ii it was world war ii mania people for the most part couldn't get enough of it i guess but eventually it just became a tired old genre that you could only kill so many zombies for so long and you're like okay how many how what did i say zombies it's nazis but i mean it feels like it's zom- zombies so yeah, that's kind of funny that I said zombies because it's actually Nazis, but you get what I'm saying. You can only kill so many of these types of groups of people, specifically Nazis, for so long. And it fell very short. It's been down quite a bit. I think I played a little bit of it and then I kind of got bored of it too because it's like, well, it's World War II. We have Battlefield Five from a couple of years ago. We have, when it first started off, Battlefield started as. 1942 as well i mean we've had all these different types of war two games i mean medal of honor was the first one that i know of that really brought it we also have hell at loose as well which is a really great game but still it's war two we have postscriptum i mean there's a plethora of war two games so activision just stay just stop with war two go on to future i'd rather see future i didn't mind call of duty is it infinite or what advanced warfighter what whatever one that was like you flew around in the spaceship that was actually pretty cool but all in all yeah it just there wasn't much innovation there was kind of like there was some destructibility but not a lot of destructibility i mean it was very like look there's this part of the wall that looks like it's wooden i can destroy it for a new way of going and it was kind of like eh it was worse destruction than what Battlefield 2042 has. And that's not the best destruction I've seen from the Battlefield franchise. But yeah, it fell short and it's not doing very well. So here's to Modern Warfare 2 coming out. Because that's probably the one thing I'm excited to actually see is Modern Warfare 2. Because Modern Warfare was such a good game. The 2019 Modern Warfare. But I'm excited to see that in general. All right, moving on to more Call of Duty news, saying that an Activision has said that there's over 3,000 people working on Call of Duty because it's the only game they make anyways. 
So it's not that big of a surprise that there's that many people working on Call of Duty. Now, they do currently have a little under 10,000 people working at Activision. So it's pretty big considering that Embracer Group, who owns a lot more studios in a way, only has about 1,100 people basically or employees that it is very interesting to see that as well. So there's a lot of people working on that. But also speaking on that, Embracer Group did just buy Square Enix own Western studios. So it's going to be Crystal Dynamics, Edos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal as well. So it is the basically the, the developers that made Deus Ex, Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Tomb Raider, you also have Legacy of Kane from Square Enix as well, which they don't really make anymore. You have plenty of other games from Crystal Dynamics. But yes, they are trying to get out of gaming development to focus on blockchain and NFTs. And I'm like, well, NFTs are fine and all. I mean, I'm not really convinced on it specifically. I think there is some uses for it. But I think it's very, very new and the data specifically for Web3 and when we're talking about VR and kind of more of the metaverse is just not there yet. There's a lot of people that haven't bought into VR because VR is still in its second infancy, I would actually say. Its first infancy was in the 90s. I actually did play, and I've said this before, I did play a in a VR unit in the 90s at a mall. It was... Very, very 90s graphics, but basically like very blocky character models and everything. So it was interesting to play, but I would say you probably shouldn't have done that. But hey, they know the business better than I do, I guess. And here's to thinking that NFTs are the are going to be the near future instead of the long-term future. I do think there's a long-term future for these. Right now, I don't see it. There needs to be some innovations there. There needs to be a way of really making it accessible to get NFTs and it being clearly understood. It's not really well understood, and that's why a lot of people are skeptical about it. But, hey, back to it. Embracer Group has now several hundred different developers i mean they have a lot of developers they're probably the bigger piece of the pie even though they don't have very many employees to what they actually do it's like everybody's like well they're the biggest publisher i'm like but what do they really publish they have gearbox which they do publish stuff they have some developers but i haven't seen a lot of games coming out from them but hey this will just help them do better with that so more power to them All right, moving on to Battlefield 2042, and it might be going to Xbox Game Pass or Game Pass specifically. It's partly because Battlefield 2042 has not been doing well as player count wise. It has been struggling. The struggle has been because it did feel like it was more of a technical beta that we were playing and not an actual game game. They have gotten it better. They have updated it, but... It probably should have been delayed a year or two to really fully 
get like the f- true experience of Battlefield. But hey, at least they're going to be reworking a specialist. They're not going to be getting rid of them, which a lot of people want them to get rid of. And I'm like, it's never going to happen because they put too much resources into that. But they will be reworking them. And it looks like they actually may have more of a defined class system. Even though people have been arguing with me that there is no class system. I'm like, well, there is. It's just not very defined. There's just, It's more of just on paper, they're supposedly a healer class or supposedly an assault in that spe- in that spec that type of thing they just isn't defined but it's there but it's coming to game pass if a game pass so you could probably actually go and play it but this is never a good sign it's kind of a troubling sign but they launched the game when they shouldn't have so they reap what they sow is probably the best way of saying it And moving on to Arcane Studios, and it looks like there is game footage from their canceled Raven Stockholm. It's Raven Home, sorry. It's the Half-Life 2, that little sequence that you got, the really scary sequence. They were supposed to actually be making a game about that, but it didn't ever actually ever panned out. For whatever reason, it never really actually came to fruition, which is sad because i like to see more of half-life 2 i'd like to see half-life 3 but we're never really going to get that to be honest with you that is never going to happen (laughs) never ever i really wish it would but never ever will it happen it's unfortunate but it's one of those things where valve doesn't really make games anymore they really are focused on steam and their steam deck which i'm fine with their steam deck looks really cool i will hopefully be getting it Somewhere between July and September because I pre-ordered it when it was released, but I was not in the luck of the draw because it was a pain in the butt to actually try to buy or pre-order or whatever that actual thing. But we will see what happens. It's unfortunate that this was canceled because it would have been interesting to see how Arcane Studios would have brought Raven home to life. But we'll never really understand it, but it's good to see the little footage about it anyways. All right, moving on to Halo Infinite and its season two will bring Clippy back. Now, I kind of wish they would brought Clippy back as like the the AI little companion thing that talks to you. That would have actually been kind of funny as Clippy. But no, it's just kind of like more of a, a charm or ornament type of a thing, which... I guess it's all right, but it would have been funny if it was one of your AI companions instead because it would have been fun to be a little annoying about it or at least the holographic image of the Clippy, which would have been really funny to actually have. But unfortunately, he's just a little ornament. But it's still cool to actually see that Microsoft can poke fun of it itself for making such a god-awful annoying thing when it came out and using it for other things little funny things here and there. I mean, it was the first, I guess, virtual assistant, but it was never useful and very annoying at the same time. So, yeah. So you get to have it in Halo Infinite if you're actually still playing it. Now, Season 2 is supposedly supposed to come out in a a matter of months. I mean, they keep on delaying it, so it should be interesting to see what happens to that but yes the, this is where we're at right now and moving on to the curse of monkey island and revealed why the series art 
style switched and it's basically the new monkey island was has been announced they're working on it and it's kind of back to its more 2d experience with some 3d elements to it and everything was hand drawn and scanned in type of a thing and they would use 3d elements to kind of bridge the gap between the hand drawn and everything but that's really cool i love monkey island I thought Monkey Island was great in that era of 90s with the Day of the Tentacle, Monkey Island, Sam Max. Great games in general, fun games, funny games. Sam Max was hilarious, and so was Monkey Island, especially the insulting sword fighting. I thought that was actually pretty ingenious for how they were making it, but I'm glad that they're actually coming and reviving this old classic as it is. Will I be playing it? Of course I will. I mean, who wouldn't love... Monkey Island, when you actually played it when you first got it, and you had to put floppy disks in there, and you had like three or four of them you had to put in to install it. Yes, you had to do it that way. It was no Steam. There was no cloud. There was, you bought the box. It was a pretty significant box. And then you would open it up, and there would be like three or four floppy disks. They weren't really floppy anymore. They were more plastic. But you would buy them. You would stick it in your floppy disk drive. And then it would load either either in DOS or Windows 95, I think. It might have been 95, 91 was, was Windows, not Windows 95, Windows. Windows 95? Yeah, it was Windows 95 if we were there. It looks like it was still more of the Windows 3.0 or, or DOS. And you would play it that way. And it, it was fun. They were hard. They were not easy games to actually play because you had to figure out how to like solve these puzzles. And they were not easy at all. Let me say that rewarding when you actually figured it out frustrating when you couldn't but all in all it's good to see that they restored the first two they're making a third one which is going to be picking up right after the second one and it's just great to see classes like this come back and hopefully that genre of adventure games can the point and click one can come back and bring new life and people will actually enjoy this again so i'm very excited to see where this goes but i would say bravo to them bringing it back especially with lucas art lucas game lucas film games whatever they're called i i call it lucas arts because they really are lucas arts but bravo to them actually allowing this to happen because they didn't really have to do it And moving on to Overwatch 2. So I've played it for about a week pretty heavily to try to figure it out, to try to see if it's any better or not. And the really the age-old question, is 5v5 better than 6v6? I'm not convinced that 5v5 is actually better. I know a lot of streamers are like, ah, it's the best fun I've had, ah, or ah. But my whole point is that a lot of these reworks, especially the Orisa tank rework, and you could even make it, a claim for basically just reworking Sigma to actually have no shield where it would only be Reinhardt to actually have like an actual shield shield. You would still have Winston having his bubble shield, but that didn't really matter too much. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it still feels weird to me. It doesn't feel like overwatch. I think five V five is an interesting experiment, but I don't think it really pays off. I think there's too many avenues for a steamroll. And steamrolls come pretty quick where it's basically a back and forth type steamroll for the most part. 
And I've seen that with too many games where like your team steamrolls and they come back and they steamroll and you just, it's a back and forth type of a thing where it feels like when I'm playing it as a tank, like my left hand is cut off from me because I'm like, where is my other tank that peels for me? Where is it to actually do that? And I just have DPS running around. A lot of times I played DPS side as well. And a lot of times it can be hard to actually get the kills at times too. And I know people are like, well, Overwatch is just basically shield shooting simulator. And I'm like, okay, fair enough on that point. But a lot of times you're spending a lot of resources either trying to heal up tanks that don't really heal up as quickly or trying to focus fire on the tanks to finally kill them because they're a lot harder to kill, which is, I get it. They're tanks. And since there's only one, you kind of, kind of make them feel like they've got double the survivability that overwatch one ever had. My issue is, is that it just doesn't feel right. It feels like a shooter simulator now instead of more of that Moab shoot with shooter type of mechanics involved with it. It feels like there's less team composition, less team, I guess, cohesion. And everybody's just running around. And since there's only one tank, you really have to use your corners. You have to use walls and everything else and even that can kind of work kind of not work in your favor and it seems like healers or support are very far off if they're using non-moira or even brig and if you rush in as a tank you're kind of just screwed because you could be focused down your dps could not be actually working and i'm not saying that you don't ever get rolled in overwatch one but it just it feels it feels off to me. It doesn't feel like this is going to save Overwatch. I feel like this is more of a, ooh, it's new. It's something I haven't done before. I'm having so much quote-unquote fun for now. But then I'm going to, as most streamers do, bitch about it eventually when I hate it. This will not save Overwatch and I feel like a lot of people just don't understand the complexity and just how good 6v6 actually is only because they're looking at the negatives of it. I do appreciate 5v5 being a little bit more of you're getting an action a little bit more, you're a little bit more impactful to a certain extent, but I feel like that strategy side of it, that kind of like setting up, working more as a team together than now has been lost. It could come back. I'm not saying it's never going to come back, but like I said, you could have kept all those new changes with Doom being a tank, with Orisa with her new abilities, which I love Orisa's new abilities. I think that's actually a really good change to Orisa because she needed a change. You could have done all that and still kept the 6v6 where it actually works out better because it's more impactful. The problem was, was 6v6 wasn't that 6v6 is bad in a sense. It's just that it was slower. And what needed to happen is you needed to make tanks more brawly. And 
that would have actually changed it and less shield. So let's say you keep all the reworks in 6v6, so that means McCree doesn't have a stun. I would say some of the stuns are actually needed to be brought back in because a lot of times you cannot can't you can't do anything with ultimates. Once ultimates are thrown out it's like well i got nothing to do now i mean sometimes you can stop it but for the most part once an alt is activated it's gonna activate now i mean arista can stop some alts like you can stop with the hog alt it can stop just the punching from doomfist but a lot of the other alts yeah you can stop moira if you're if you're a good shot with the spear, you can stop a lot of those types of alts, but a lot of times you're not. I'm glad they still kept on us for now. Sleep dart. I think that's very important to actually still keep that in there because once again, I don't feel like less CC is, is the way to go. Unfortunately, I do think there needs to be some type of CC. Do I think it needs to be as a, as oppressive as it was in overwatch? No, that was, way too overly oppressive but the problem is a lot of times now is that also thrown out you deal with it the best you can but most part your team's going to get rolled because once alts are thrown out there's just not much you can do so i am tentatively optimistic that overwatch 2 will do well i think people are going to be clamoring back for 6v6 because they'll understand that it was that the feeling of it, the balance between two tanks, two DPS, and two supports just felt better. But I think because the newness of it and the quote-unquote fun factor has left a lot of people kind of like, ooh, the newness, it's better. Which I'm like, it's not necessarily better, it's just different. And sometimes differences are good, sometimes differences are bad. Sometimes differences are good to a certain extent. This one, I think, is going to be to a certain extent. Anyways, let me know what you think about Overwatch 2 and 5v5 versus 6v6 in the comments below. And, as always, thank you for listening to Digital Coffee. If you could please subscribe to Digital Coffee on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music with a five-star review. And if you don't like it, let me know what I can do better. Then next week we'll talk about what's going on in the game industry. Alright guys, stay safe, play Overwatch if you enjoy it, and see you next week. Later.